Hello gamers, and welcome to the eSports Lifestyle. I'm your host, Jack Tupta, here to bring you some spicy topics about eSports. Now let's dive right in. Hello everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the eSports Lifestyle. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode where we had a friend of mine on the podcast, Patrick Elite. He was a great guest. I really enjoyed his company, and we talked a lot about Call of Duty. So if you haven't checked that out, please go ahead and do so. And in today's episode, we're going to be shifting gears. Obviously, we're going to keep on topic about esports, but uh, I'm alone again to talk to you guys about um, a kind of different topic in esports, but something I'm sure many of you guys are aware of, um, and that is the world of mobile esports. So traditional esports, you know, you're playing with a controller, you're playing with mouse and keyboard, you're on a PC, um, a console, maybe Uh, a console usually would consist of like a switch with like Smash Brothers or something. But you get the picture. It's traditionally on controller or mouse and keyboard. In this case, you're either playing on your phone or an iPad or maybe even a tablet. Mobile esports is something that you can take on the go. Um, now don't get me wrong it's not a Nintendo Switch when you can bring it around kind of like undocked when it's not on a TV that's not that doesn't count we uh, you literally are playing on essentially an iPhone seems to be one of the most popular or in my case I play on an iPad which I love to do Um, so we're just going to kind of go down the list of some of the popular mobile esports and talk about them because you may be surprised about how developed they are so the very first one that I personally am, personally am very familiar with is Brawl Stars. So Brawl Stars is made by the company Supercell, and uh, they're most known for Clash of Clans, which I'll talk about next. But um, yeah, they got their fame from Clash of Clans, and then they tried to make kind of like a, a player versus player game, which was, was Brawl Stars. That's kind of their take on, on uh, that side of things which ended up turning out really well. It's one of the most popular esports, making top five on most lists that I've seen. Um, but in 2021, they I mean, I think they've had, uh, like, seasons and world finals since 2018 or 2019, one of the two. But since then, um, we're going to calculate the recent years. In 2021, the prize pool for the entire thing was $1 million for the World Finals, that is. Now, the World Finals typically is held in November, and uh, funny enough, this weekend is the next World Finals for the 2022. Um, but 2021's was a $1 million prize pool, which started out at $500,000, and then players who buy um, like in-game currency or buy some swag for some of their favorite teams like Tribe Gaming, STMNN. Um, you can buy some of that stuff and it'll add to the prize pool of Brawl Stars uh, World Finals. And it ended up being a success and the prize pool was $1 million, which is insane. So that means they gained 500000 more from the community buying uh, stuff from the game, like in-game. And that added up to go towards the players. Now, I believe first place would get 250000 or 300000 somewhere between there. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I thought it was 500000 but I could be wrong. Um, that seems to be the most, that seems to be the most reasonable one, but I'm not sure. 
Um, and then, yeah, like I said, this year, this weekend is um, the Brawl Stars World Finals of 2022, which will be taking place um, this weekend at on the 25th through the 27th will be the final the final day. So that being said, it is yet again at 500,000, which I'm sure it's rose much more, but they announced it like a month ago that the prize pool is 500,000. And uh, if people buy in-game currency, they release more stuff, new stuff to keep people engaged. And um, if you spend your money on that, then the prize pool can yet again be a million, million dollars, which is insane. I haven't checked on where it's at yet, but I'm sure it's close and I'm sure it might even already be there because uh, a lot of people, including me, are guilty for buying some of that in-game swag. <laughs> so moving on, let's talk about Clash of Clans. Now, this is a game that I never personally got into, but the same company that made Brawl Stars, which I love. So um, this is a very popular company. And again, as I mentioned, Clash of Clans was the kind of favorite child to them. This was their first game, I believe. Um, if not the first game that like blew up and they made games like Heyday, Clash Royale, and then Brawl Stars, obviously, and Beat Stars, another one, which is kind of like a, a different take. But Clash Clans is a massive game. If you are a mobile gamer at all, you know of it. And they actually have world finals. <laughs> so this year is held in Finland. And I believe it happened in September. But yeah, it was in Finland uh, with eight teams. Prize pool yet again is a million dollars. And yeah, you just basically play, I think it's, I'd imagine it's Clan Wars. I don't know how it works. I've never watched Clash Clans, but um, it's, it sounds incredible because Clash Clans is literally you just build your, your base and then you idle it. Like you wait till the next day, collect your stuff, you upgrade stuff, wait a couple of days till it's done upgrading. You can raid people in that time, I guess. So I don't know. It's, it's funny. It's, it's really interesting to me because it doesn't seem like a very... It's not a traditional esport, I guess, but if you throw back to two podcasts ago where we talked about silly esports, um, this one is not very silly compared to those. So it makes sense. So I can't really say much. Uh, moving on, we got Clash Royale, which uh, is kind of similar to Clash Clans. I mean, it's it's not similar, I guess, but it has the same characters, if that makes sense. So it's like the same universe, I suppose. So they advertise for either one and it's, it translates. So that's really cool. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't do that with Brawl Stars. They have some Clash of Clans elements in it, but not really. But Clash Royale and Clash of Clans are um, two very famous mobile games and uh, and esports as well. Clash Royale is something I I enjoyed to watch for a while there. My brother and some of my friends love playing this game. Uh, I personally can't take much of it because I'm not that good at it. Uh, you have to have a lot of strategy. There's like hundreds of cards and you pick like eight to ten maybe and you send them out there and battle against each other and try to destroy the other person's castle. I love the idea. I'm just not good at it, which is unfortunate. But um, it's kind of uh, universal across all esports. It's a million dollars prize pool. So Supercell, which again made all three of these games that I just mentioned, um, they have a $1 million prize pool for all three games, which is nuts. And first place for this one is confirmed to get $250,000. Um, so I don't know how that, that prize pool kind of like spreads out. I'd assume they spread it all the way down to the very first entrant, like eighth place or 16th place, however many they enter. But let's break off from Supercell and talk about some other mobile esports. Let's talk about Arena of Valor, which is apparently, this is news to me, 
the number one mobile esport like ever or at least currently but with its stats and what it's what it's gained it seems to be the best ever um but last year in 2021 this was the fourth best mobile esport and then it quickly rose the charts towards the end of 2021 and uh it's been first place with um a prize pool in its la in 2022's uh like world finals they do uh or they had a 1.6 million dollar prize pool almost 1.7 million which is actually insane because that's like the highest for mobile esports that we've seen. We hear about traditional esports with like over 10,000 in prize pools sometimes, which is absolutely insane. But for mobile games, for people just playing on their phones and stuff, people earning so much money for playing these games, it's crazy. So that would mean the first place would get around like, what is that, $800,000 at the at most? That's how much they'd get. But like, it's likely they got less than that. But like, breaking that in half that's insane that's so much money but um a more traditional mobile esport i'm sure many of you have heard of is pubg mobile now pubg is a very popular battle royale if not one of the first battle royale games that really kind of started the trend i mean fortnite came a while after pubg surfaced and it really like I don't know how to put it, but like made Battle Royale famous, even though PUBG kind of started it. I think H1Z1 also started it, but PUBG, either way, um, was released on PC and got popular there, but they brought it to mobile, so now you can play it on your phones, and it, <laughs> for some reason, the mobile just took off. Like the, the eSports, the player base, the viewership, it's way higher in mobile than it ever has been on PC, which is mind-boggling. Because traditionally, I mean, PC is the way to go in any eSport. If it's if it's on PC compared to anything else, people are going to PC just because it'll run smoother, it'll be faster, you can play on controller or mouse and keyboard. I don't know. But either way, um, even the company, this could have been part of it, the company kind of focused on mobile. They're like, you know what, let's, let's make mobile work better. And I don't know if that's because they saw the viewership first or if they were like, no, nah, let's just make it better. But either way mobile has gone crazy and um they saw 317.7 million hours of watch time in 2021 um and i believe uh that was doubled or yeah that was doubled in uh 2022 which is nuts so that's there's clearly viewership there and that's just the mobile version like we're not even talking about the the whole franchise of pubg we're just talking about pubg mobile <laughs> Um, but the championship, the world finals championship this year, get ready for this one, $7 million for a PUBG mobile game. And I don't even know what PUBG traditionally has like for money wise, but mobile, holy cow, that is insane. So if you come in first place, you're looking at potentially 3.5 million as a winner. You know, you, you get 3.5 million for winning PUBG Mobile uh, World Finals. That's insane. And uh, like I said, I don't know what that compares to for traditional PUBG, like on PC and stuff, but gosh, man, like, could you imagine for <laughs> playing PUBG Mobile? So there, there's something to be said there about uh, mobile kind of beating out the the PC version of 
its own like game because you know mobile is kind of like in the background you don't hear about mo- uh, mobile esports much but it's really cool to see it kind of get the the spotlight in this situation so lastly let's close this out with cod mobile this is call of duty mobile so call of duty um we talked about it a lot last podcast so if you need a freshen up on that go ahead uh, but every year since early 2000s, they released a Call of Duty every single year, just back to back to back. So this kind of came to a came to a point where it was kind of getting repetitive and they were kind of rushing games, it seemed like, because they had like three branches in Activision. So at a point they had two, but they would focus on that COD for that year and they would just release, 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 release. So you do all this grinding on one COD and then by the end of the year, you're like, all right, well, I'm never going to play this game again. The next COD's out. Um, it kind of got annoying, but uh, Call of Duty was like, you know what? Mobile's popping off lately, so let's release a COD Mobile. And <laughs> unironically, it is amazing. Like, I played it for a good while. You can sync up your controller to it. You can play it on your PC if you uh, do it not uh, the right way. <laughs> You're not supposed to, but you can. But um, uh, touchscreen-wise, it is amazing. COD Mobile is a great game like they have a battle royale in it for a while they had zombies and it just plays super well it has elements from every single cod from the past uh, i wouldn't say every single but most i mean there's there's elements from advanced warfare there's elements from black ops series there's elements from like the modern warfare series even maps like gosh it's it's so good and people were like man i wish they'd release this as one game um and then just update it or whatever but now that'll never happen because money so, but speaking of money, let's talk about the prize pool for that. So, uh, it was a $2 million prize pool for the world finals this year, which is pretty good considering, uh, the rest of them that we've talked about, like, uh, the supercell ones, which are at a million. So this beats that this doubles that. Um, but when you consider PUBG mobile, it doesn't seem like much with 7 million, but, uh, COD mobile at 2 million. And then that comparatively to Vanguard, which is last year's main game on PC, uh, first place got $1.2 million. So uh, it's up there, but I think the total prize pool for Vanguard was way, way above this. But since it's mobile, that's pretty good if you compare the two. But anyways, that wraps up this podcast. So I hope you guys learned a thing or two about mobile esports. And I will catch you guys next time.